Welcome to First World Problems, the podcast do, do. issue number five. And I hate that I have to edit that out, Scott, like five seconds into the show. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Um, this is a special year-end edition of First World Problems, where we're going through our top ten records of the year, top three movies of the year, and some favorite television shows. We appreciate all of you for checking us out this past year, because... Uh, there have been a decent amount of you, and uh, that's a great thing. I know. Thanks Scott, for staying positive, right? Yes, I know Scott really appreciates it. He loses sleep over this podcast <laughs> not being popular because he wasn't very popular in high school, so he needs to make up for it now. Well, he was a Christian metalcore kid. I believe um, both of those are wrong, and I believe Ray, you know the truth. <laughs> this is true. This is just me exaggerating, like I usually do. Yeah. What have you learned? That exaggerating is fun, and making fun of you is even funner. Funner is not a word. Idiot. Don't edit that out. <laughs> Our special guest that is a list list keeper extraordinaire like the rest of us is uh, none other than Jeremy Bolm from the illustrious rock band Touche Mori. Jeremy, thank Hi. you very much for coming down. No problem. We appreciate it. Jeremy is currently finishing his list. He had it all in his hey, head. Hey, he didn't do done. it. Yeah, he's done. done. Hey, he had it all in his head, and that's why we knew he'd be the perfect guest for this show. Because he, like us, is a nerd. Anyways, uh, so yeah, we hope you enjoy it. And uh, hopefully some of the records that we list, you'll take the time to uh, check it out. And um, yeah. But first we have quick hits. Boo, 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 boo. jump the gun on that one. Yeah, yeah apparently I wasn't going to introduce that. <laughs> uh, the next section is our quick hit section. Boo, 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 boo. Scott is no longer <laughs> sick and drink coffee, so you might expect a little more from Scott this episode. Yes, he's he's full of piss and vinegar, as they say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a section where we just recommend something random in life, whether that's a piece of art, a computer program, a microphone, <laughs> IBC root beer. That'll eventually be our sponsor. Thank you, IBC. Uh, any one of these things we recommend. So Hold on. Did you hear the chug noise? That was good. <laughs> I'm going to see what I can do to magnify that. Please. So, um, Scott Arnold, would you please tell us your quick hit for the episode? The series 24-7, Penguins versus Capitals on HBO. Done. That's uh, it's good. Fortunately, none of us have any idea what you're talking about, so <laughs> could you please give us some background on that? It is a television show where they are following both the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Washington Capitals for a month before they play on January 1st outside. Fascinating. Hmm. Cool. Wow, you and Canada are really excited. Well, Scott is a secret he hockey is Mr. Hockey. Mr. Hockey. <laughs> he was a, a the great very, one. He was a very famous goalie in his, his Pop Warner League. Shout yep. out to the Thompson family. <laughs> So I can see why you would like this show, Scott, because HBO does do a very good job. Stellar job. Even if you don't care about sports. All the 24-7 shows are great. The boxing ones in particular. There's a NASCAR one. Wouldn't sound cool, but it's really cool. Interesting. Well, cool. We'll make sure to check that out at some point in the near future. Joey Cahill, what is your quick hit? Uh, I would like to, uh, well, first off, say thank you, Ray, for specifying we could uh, recommend art. Because I'd like to recommend a piece of art. Oh. Ang- Angry Birds Seasons <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, was released with uh, recently the free upgrade to the Halloween edition. 
Oh, this is the piece of art you're speaking. Oh, this is the piece of art I'm speaking about. Oh, okay, got this it. Is I thought this art. was a physical like. I thought you said Andrew Bird. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, cred. <laughs> no, Angry Bird. Angry Birds. Yes, it's a it's a little known game. Yeah, on, yeah. On the iPhone. Yeah, it'll be hard to find it. Um, just look for number one. It's actually, it's actually num- not currently. What's number one? EA Electronic Arts, which will be a future sponsor of the podcast, <laughs> is uh, <their laughs> shout out. Yeah, shout quick, out. quick shout out. Thank you. CEO of ER, uh, but they have really, they just did a massive holiday sale, like 99 cents for like Madden and everything else. Fuck that. Sorry. Angry Birds, always number one in my heart. But Angry Birds Christmas, it's like an advent calendar where every day the new, a new level pops up and it's the coolest thing ever. Boom. Jeremy, Quick hit. Oh, you're not an iPhone owner. I, yeah. I Step up to the plate. Sorry. No. Jer- Jeremy's an international touring band. He can't worry about technology as much as the rest of us can. And I have a BlackBerry tour because I'm oh wow a parody of myself. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. speaking of parodies, Jeremy, what would be your your quick hit for the episode? Have you guys tried peanut butter Snickers yet? No. It's brand new. It's I almost brought in the wrapper in my pocket to just throw it. I was gonna just throw it at you. So it's. But what's different about? Because I love peanut butter and I love okay. Snickers. Yeah, tell let's, me about let's it. Talk. Okay, let's talk. Okay, let's talk. I, I will let's get break this here. down. Let's dim the lights and get sexy. I'm going to go ahead and say that I saw it for the first time in the Midwest, and I was like, great, this is going to be amazing, and then we'll never see it on the coasts, right? Fucking Midwest. Because it's, ye- it's a yellow wrapper, huh. and it's, it's not a whole bar. It's two squares inside the wrapper, right? And the peanut butter is definitely not overboard. It's subtle enough to where you can still appreciate the nuts. I'm going to go ahead and say it is the best candy bar I may have ever had. Wow. Wow. The gauntlet has been thrown. It's been thrown down. I will buy the three of you. Wow. Jer- we'll be back in about 20 minutes. Jeremy's got to run an error. Yeah. Quick. It's oh. so good. That's so that's my hype. Well, fortunately, we'll have another sponsor soon. Yeah. Thank Snickers. you, Snickers, EA, and whoever else. Will- oh, IBC Root Beer. <laughs> yeah. I want to try to get sponsored by Snickers because most nights I don't have time to eat when we're on tour. Sure. And I end up just eating a Snickers for dinner. It, satis- and it, it satisfies. Hungry? Hungry? Why wait? Why wait? Exactly. I had a Snickers dark before a show last night, and it was delicious. That's How'd you play? <laughs> I, 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 I attended the concert event. <laughs> How'd you play? How was the gig? really well. Yeah. All right. Cool. I'm really good at hanging out. Thank you for the Snickers recommendation. I think all of us will try it at some point. Cool. Uh, my own personal quick hit is, it's a little more serious, but something that oh, I think God. is very, I know, sorry, pretentious, is that I'm, should I not recommend something serious, Scott? No. It's actually Road Rules, Real World Challenge. Yes! The finale was so good. Let's yeah, talk CT about it. CT got out. That was, oh my God. Uh, I'm just kidding. Like but anyways, the, the, I watched something last night that I thought was awesome. That even if, I mean, it's, it's on the political spectrum, but it's something that uh, I think everyone should check out regardless of what they feel, if they're Republican, Democrat, whatever they classify themselves as. The last Daily Show, uh, Jon Stewart. Ooh. It. Did you like it? It was great. It was very emotional. It was very good. It was cool because basically he uh, he just did a focus on the 9-11 first responders uh, bill that's currently being held at Senate. That, uh, that's filibustered currently due to Field the... Filibustered? Filibustered. Or filibuster. Filibustered. Thank Sorry, you. Scott. It's not, a, it's not a soccer company. Yeah, filibuster. Jesus. 
30, 30 Can I stop you for a second? You didn't say... You, the last episode is in, like, the last one that just aired, right? Correct. Okay, when you said that, I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. I know Larry King's going off, but no, I didn't no, no, miss no, no, the... No. Da- I was like, there's no way The Daily Show's done. No, no, The Daily Show is not done. It's I was about to be... Yeah, the sorry, year. the last episode for the end of the year. So, the show is very compelling because this is something that I think is very interesting because, you know, I mean, obviously, it, The Daily Show is a, is a parody, and he doesn't take himself seriously, and it's not like a real news show, but... The fact he was able to cover this story where it's like, okay, you know, it's this, it's locked up in Senate and these, um, you know, these people that were obviously first on the scene to the tragedy that happened in 9-11 are not being able to be, you know, supported in any way, shape or form from their health care bills and all that type of stuff. Um, so regardless of what you feel about the scenario, it was just a very, oh my God, wow, total dick. It was just a very compelling episode, and I think uh, people should check it out. And The Daily Show is obviously awesome. Everyone should, except for Scott, because yeah. he's an asshole and yeah. has no heart. He All probably right, saw so. it two years ago. All right, now we have got to our music section, and this is pretty much what all of us dorks look forward to at the end of the year. Putting up our top ten lists, whether it's on our own personal, well, a few years ago, MySpace pages. Now, no one even... My... Can we just talk? Have you been on that atrocious website lately? It's terrible. Train wreck. What happened? They, they were like, we're doing bad. Let's uh, let's just end it. Let's step away from the mic. Yeah. Okay. Every, yeah. every like six months, I think they just spend, ha- like they spend half the year somehow making that site more, yeah. Yeah. more unnavigatable. Yeah, exactly. Bandcamp is the new MySpace. Let's hide everything. Right. Hey, do you want to see tour dates? Nope. Click through like 15 times and then you can find them. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, fuck you, Tom. And we have this, you know, we have like three or four random people who just like to leave roses as comments. You know, they're glittery. Why not? They're yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Do you not appreciate those? They're your fans. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Those are, those are the, the spyware add-on. People. Thanks for the ad. But before we begin the show, we have a special announcement about the Sound and Fury Music Festival that Joey and I put on. It will be held again from July 22nd to 24th at Earl Warren Fairgrounds in Santa Barbara, California. We will be announcing some bands in the spring, and we're really excited to be having it in Santa Barbara again. Visit soundandfuryfestival.com for more information. So yeah, this is the episode that all of us look forward to, to showcase what our top records are of the year. Three-fourths of us do. Yes. Guess which one doesn't. doesn't. Sorry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I hate this episode. I don't even know why I'm here. Um, So yeah, we thought it'd be fun to uh, go through the list and, uh, you know, start off with our 10th favorite record of the year and pill the anticipation to number one. Because... Like many other music publications, obviously our word is the most important, and you pretty much should buy every single one of these records. You really should, yeah. except for Scott. No, that's not true. You Scott, should buy Scott. Scott. Scott is the pitchfork of our group right here. Hate myself. <laughs> I love you, Scott. I hate this life I've created. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, we'll we'll dig right in. We'll uh, we'll go round robin with our tenth favorite record of the year, and then you know comment on it, and then continue up the list and uh what comes after 10 number nine i think all right scott i want you to start things off with your 10th record of the year what is it the site below 
it all falls apart. The site below. Yes. Okay, don't hit the table because that. I got excited. Up. I'm sorry. Okay. I don't even know what that is. I got yelled at for the Snickers thing. What is that record, Scott? Nerdy heard it. Who put it out? Uh, Ghostly International. It's a. You like their website? You showed it to me. I do. Okay. Do you like? Label. Check it out. It's good like working it. music. Go ahead. So music. it's like Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. We're not allowed to talk about it. Our high numbers. Not too much. Oh. We're on yeah. a time limit. That's true. That's true. So gotta keep it moving. But all I know what labels on, I have no idea what this sounds like. The site below, it all falls apart on Ghostly International. Go check it out. Uh, That's a good Scott. I really appreciate that. That was a. I mean, like now. Clear and concise. What do you want? I want to know what it sounds like because I'm not going to go listen to it. (laughs) Well, you brought in Hashuka. I'm not going to listen to the site below unless you tell me what it sounds like. Very similar. Then I will not listen to it. Piano based. No. Um. Feedback noise oh, yeah, uh, okay. with a four-four bass thing the whole way through. Okay. Consistent, powerful, driving, deep, dynamic. Okay. Hard, fast. You're okay, using okay, all of your adjectives. Get, get, stop. On your number ten. I know. I don't have any more. Okay, Joey. Uh, kind of on the same note, my number ten is Motion City soundtrack. My dinosaur. <laughs> <line>. <laughs> that those two probably can tour together. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, this record surprised the hell out of me. Okay. And it came out in January, and it's stuck with me ever since. Boom. Cute. Didn't you like their last record, though? No. I've really oh, liked the record since their first one. Oh, okay. And this one is hands down their best record. Cool. Got it. Jeremy? Um, Make Do and Mend. Oh. And Measured Mile. We reviewed that, re- we on reviewed a, that record on, a, <laughs> on a secret episode of Four <laughs> On an unaired episode. Well, we recorded two full episodes that oh, okay. were inaudible. Ah, we messed up. Okay, so no, we'll talk about those because those are funny. Those are funny errors in our rookie podcasting life. No, yeah, it's a, it's an awesome record, and, just, and, I'm, and it wasn't me being biased, obviously, because we had that split with them and their yes, buds and all that stuff. You split no, with them on six one three one records. Yeah, I feedback. I don't give it. Yeah, um, where could we get that? Oh, it's six one three one records dot com yes. or healthishfamily dot com yes. or. The Death Wish store. Or the Death Wish store. Yikes. <laughs> pull, pull that in. Um, a sale's a sale. I'll take sales it. Sale's a sale. Hey, uh, no, yeah, uh, I'm really proud of those guys, and the, and the record is, is really catchy and really awesome, and I think it has, uh, they have a lot of potential to getting mu- getting much pile? bigger. Getting, getting up bigger. to your level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, maybe one day. Maybe one day. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm stoked for those guys, and it's an awesome record. Check it out. We all collectively back it. Even Scott liked the record. Yeah. Yeah. C. I mean, you didn't love it, but you liked it much better than anything else we've really reviewed this year. Yeah. Ray, go ahead. Number 10. Number 10, the Drake record. Thank me later. The record, yeah, it's random, right? Uh, Jeremy's giving me like this really weird look. What's your favorite episode of Degrassi? (laughs) I I don't know why people judge him so hardly. Hard. The record, the record's awesome. I like it. He, he honestly is one of the first rapper hip-hop vocals whatever you like to call it that can actually sing like he can carry a tune as opposed to usher heard eminem yeah that Usher's usher is rapper. r&b okay well, yeah whatever i know scott well actually i'm not going to go there because scott's very racist and i don't want any of that to come out <laughs> um so not true that was again sarcasm <clears throat> um, but yeah the drake record i listened to a lot over the year and i think it's a uh, very solid record as far as mainstream hip-hop goes so yeah Number nine, Mr. Cahill. Okay. Number nine for me is the Flatliners Cavalcade. 
Came out on Fat Records. Never listened to that sound like. Kind of like old Fat Records kind of stuff. Meets like, like Wilhelm Scream, like that whole, just like fast punk. They used to think of a little more ska influence. And That's that is why pretty, I never listened and to that. And that is not on this record at all. And it's right. fucking great. It's poppy too? It's poppy. It's catchy. It's The vocals are pretty harsh for that style of music. It's very good. Cool. I love it. All right. Scott Arnold, what's your number nine record of the year? Francis and the Lights, It'll Be Better. Yes, so... That low on your list. Shocking. Yeah. Because Maybe his most talked about thing of the past week. Every time. Maybe. If you, if Jeremy, if you were to hang out with Scott at all right. during the course of this. All he's talked about. He would just Hey, check out this video. Yeah, hey, well, how about the song? It was he done would, in one take. He would look up YouTube videos. I don't sound like them And play yeah, them you do. for us. That's what I do. So, yeah. yeah. I'm surprised, Scott, honestly. Yeah. I number nine, number nine. I thought that would be higher. You don't need to keep clapping because that's, that's pretty loud when you do that, too. If that's number nine, I'm excited to hear the rest of the records because they're, maybe they're even better. Yeah, good point. True. Good point. I'm your supporter, bud. Thank you. I'm on your. Someone tour. has to be. Yeah, <laughs> Usually the guest is. <laughs> the guest is so bad. For no, I, I, I make friends very quickly. By the end, everything will change, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy, what about your number nine? Uh, Burning Love songs oh. for Burning Lovers. Good call. Yeah, I uh, I had got the record when we saw them, but I didn't get it. But I had got it on vinyl and we mm. I didn't really get a chance to take it in yet sure uh, but yeah since I've been home I've been listening to it a lot and it's awesome I like that it's a good record it is a good record yeah yes. it's heavy and it's catchy and I, it's I definitely think awesome. I like that like the cursed records I liked the first one the best out of all of them mm-hmm. I think I like that this burning love record as equally as much as I like the first cursed record Wow yeah, I'm a cursed two guy. Oh, I'm a cursed two guy, okay. and I wish that the Burning Love record had better, a little bit better production. Oh, but yeah. I mean, that's that's gonna always be a Chris thing, I think. Yeah, but, yeah he'll always get subpar recordings. Yeah, no matter what he does. Yeah, cool. My number nine record is the Knock Mystium record, Addicts number two. Uh, I really like this band, black metal band from Chicago. Um, but this record just is so weird. Like they, it's very dancey. Totally. Like they have a lot of random influence. Literally, I know. It's like they have they have bringing influences like Killing Joke and random bands that you'd be like, why would you ever put that into a black metal context at all? Because of you telling me about this record a while ago, I actually bought it. Oh, the this record's awesome. Yeah, I love it. it's it, it's just. Basically, I what I really like about these type of bands that play this whatever black and this style metal is the fact that it you know the recordings don't sound like they're in a trash can and it's like they actually are not so cult that they can make themselves sound good. So, in a trash can or in a forest, right? Exactly. <laughs> in some some mythical location somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, so I think this record was even though it was really weird and a lot of people hated on this record, I think that it's great record thanks Ryan. yeah no problem jeremy go off with your number eight record uh envy uh recitation you were lucky was that was that reviewed on one of our rec- listenable podcasts no that was another no. unlistenable <laughs> okay. podcast secret podcast number two <laughs> um you were lucky you got to tour with them i yeah and uh that i think obviously like influenced like learning the album a lot more getting to see it live so often but uh 
No, it's I, it's I think it's my favorite. It is my favorite NV record yet. Like Insomniac Dose is a close is a close second, but really, yeah, that's my least favorite NV. Really, Dead Sinking Story. Well, yeah, Dead Sinking Story is. I think it's one of those things where it's when I listen to Dead Sinking Story, I'll be like, all right, that's my number one, yeah. and then I listen to Insomniac, and I'm like, yeah, yeah maybe that one. Yeah. They're great for different reasons, obviously, but I think the new one is great because it's sort of a mix of both. Because there's certain parts that are like very dead sinking, like aggressive, but mm-hmm. they still have a lot of the extreme epicness of it. But yeah, yeah I'm gonna go ahead and say it's my new favorite Envy record. I, I, I back the favorite Envy record. I think we all collectively said yes. that, didn't we? I think it didn't it pretty much get nines and tens all the way around. Yeah, we loved it on our secret podcast. If you want it. Uh, did you ever know? You notice, like, I think track three has the the uh, Christmas theme. Yes. yes. Okay. We talked about that. Do you want it? I have an answer. What is the answer? Okay. Have you? Did you, you, you? Have you know? I know. Okay. Shaka okay. Yeah. 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 So uh, it was asked. It was asked about, and apparently it was inspired, and it is on purpose. It is on purpose. The song, because um, obviously in Japanese we don't, you know, right. can't understand it, um, is about uh, walking around one of the malls in Japan and seeing all the kids who can't afford to buy. Christmas presents and things like that, so it's more like a song written for the, the wow. poor kids who don't huh. get as many presents. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I know yeah. the answer about that. Yeah, because I always go. wondered if it was on purpose. Yeah, yeah it's and on I purpose. Would, we knew that they had Christmas in Japan. We're trying to figure that out. Well, again, well, again remember what Ray said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> that was very informative. Thank you, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did do something. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> was worth it. <laughs> Scott, what's your number eight record? The Secret. Solve at Kuguala. Caligula, maybe? No. Okay. <laughs> Come out in Southern Lord. Yeah. Fast. Angry. Pissed. I think this is maybe my... I haven't heard the record, but from what I'm assuming the rest of your list, probably my most surprised record to be on your list. <clears throat> Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to commercial break? Here's a word from IBC. <laughs> glug, glug, okay. glug. That's surprising. Okay. Number eight for you, Joey? Uh, would be Punch, Push Pull. Okay. Probably my, probably my favorite hardcore record of the year. Did you just put on your butt flap patch for this pick? <laughs> I borrowed Jeremy's jacket. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just wanted to make sure we were clear. Okay. Yeah. That band is amazing. Yeah, and this record's just pissed and awesome. And it's, it, it's, to me, it's like listenable in the sense of you can listen to it more than a few times and not just be like, okay, that was a good record. Yeah. Like, I just don't need to listen I to it anymore. Yeah. Cool. The, my eighth favorite record is the Jonesy record, or Jonesy, the singer of Psyche Ross. Yep. I always like to say it, Ross. Oh. Uh, called Go. Uh, I just, I mean, this dude is amazing at music, and he made this record with his boyfriend, which is even cuter. Um, what? Did you hear? Why he canceled the tour or some of that? Like, because Elliot oh, gave yeah. Elliot gave me a story that I just hope is true, where it was like he showed up to an in store and there was so many people there that yeah. he kind of just wigged out and went home. That's yep. what I read. That's so tight. Yeah, <laughs> he totally. Yeah, he 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 showed up to an in store because he only he did one in store before that, and then the second in store was the one where it was so many people and he was just like, I can't handle this. That's so. That's awesome. Yeah, I just I, I love everything about this band, about him. Like, if you have never watched that the Psychiros DVD, the Hemina or whatever, watch it immediately because you're just like, I want to move to Iceland. I want to know them. It's just yeah. So. Yeah, right. I don't think that record was the one he made with his boyfriend. No, you're right. It's the uh, the other one that he did. I can't remember the name. Jonesy of it. and Alex. I think so. Yeah. 
I was yeah. I was gonna listen to this record until I saw <laughs> him on Jimmy Fallon, and that song was the worst song. When he's dressed really? up like an Indian, yeah, that I didn't care about. But the song was so bad hmm. that it made me not want to listen to it. I don't know if it's even on. I don't know. And, this, and this is the most like accessible stuff that he's That's ever yeah, done because <clears throat> well, just because he actually sings it in English <laughs> as opposed to to just make, make noise, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, but it's it's a really good record, and any fan of that type of stuff would enjoy it. So. Cool. Our drummer is obsessed with that record. Cool. He loves it. Nice. Uh, number seven. I'm gonna go ahead and start it off with. Do it. Thank you. <laughs> the new against me record, White Cross. <laughs> Controversial, even though I know you love it too. <clears throat> Joey loves it. This is, uh, yeah, I just I can't believe how good this record can is. Can I just chime in real quick? Please. This is actually my number seven record, also, so we can talk about it at the same time. That's so cute. <laughs> so, well, that's this is the first overlap we have. Yeah. Good job, Joey. Go left. Yeah, I mean, we, Joey and I discussed this record many times over the course of the year. Hint, my favorite against me record since reinventing Axl Rose. Yeah. This record is unbelievable. It's incredible. Anyone that obviously complains about the band as far as, oh, this is too poppy, this is not like what they've done in the past, it's like, give me a break. The band the band has grown as musicians, they've developed, they know how to play their instruments much better, they know how to write songs much better, and this is, and how can you fault a band like Against Me for trying to write like radio-ish well, songs? If you, I, I always think, if you listen to Against Me's first recordings all the way to White Crosses, it's the perfect progression. Yeah. Nothing sounds out of place. It's a good roadmap. Yeah. Where it's like, it makes sense in the context of everything. And yeah. I mean, it's a shame that the record obviously. Went. And it's apparently Warner Brothers' fault. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of Tom's railings against That the being said, I am excited to see what happens next. Yeah. I have a feeling they're going to sign with Epitaph. What? <laughs> that was shocker. Shocker. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think that record's awesome, and anybody that's a hater should reevaluate their opinion in some way, shape, or form. What about a? I could also see a side one dummy. Okay, I could see that, but that's is that's that too kind of, obvious. Yeah. I think epitaph is more obvious. Epitaph is more is pretty obvious. But they just totally fit with that whole gaslight. Or yeah. how, how amazing would it be if they were just? Let's just do it with no idea. <laughs> that would be so awesome. I mean, or fat. Yeah, that's true. I don't even care. Regard, regardless, uh, the band—I mean, the band will continue to write good records no matter who they're with. So I'll be honest and say that I haven't listened to it all the way through yet because whenever I put it on in the van, I would just get the, just the biggest barrage of shit talking. Oh, went, from, from who? Let's bring it out. Yeah. Let's bring it out. Clayton Stevens. Oh, there you go. He'd be like, "This sucks." So What's funny, bad. which is a bummer for you, the last song in the record hey, might might be my favorite against me song. That's ever. what you tell me. That's what you tell me. Um. The opening, okay, but the first, the, the, that. That, oh, the first, the first like lead in the first song, I think it was one of us described it as like that's like the riff your dad would play if he like picked up your guitar and was like, yo, let me show you some shit. <laughs> or you hear that at Guitar Center? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I get, I get that. But the Teenage Anarchist song, dude, yo, it's a great song. The video is cool too. Yeah, yeah, very it's, cool. Yeah, I, uh, up the punks. Up, up definitely yeah. the punks. All right, cool. Well, Joey, go us. Good job, number sevens. And we and full disclaimer, we did not discuss our lists at all before we came into this. So this is all genuine and organic. Except Joey and I talk about it pretty often. Well, I 
It's true. I mean, we, we talk about <laughs> we talk lists, about it, but, but we putting did. the list together. But yeah, yeah. I think we both. I had about like seventeen or eighteen, and we had to narrow it down. So. Yeah. All right, uh, Jeremy, what's your number seven record of the year? Um, I'm going with the Balance and Composure Tiger's Jaw Split. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's easily the best Balance and Composure songs. Like, that band is going to just continue to put out such good stuff. Um, yeah, uh, those songs are absolutely incredible, and I'm really into Tiger Shaw, and, and their songs are good. Just, just as, just as awesome. I just finally started listening to the new Tiger Shaw record, and it hasn't hit me that well. Yet. Like it hasn't hit me too much yet, but the songs on the split are incredible. Cool. So. Scott, what about your number seven? Uh, Sufjan Stevens, The Age of Ads. Whimsical record, and a lot of people hated it because it was so, or spoke out against it because it was so electronic. Yeah, I like that. Cool. So there. Nice. Good. I haven't listened to records since Illinois. You're missing out. You. Yeah, probably not. He is, and in the final song of the record is 20 minutes long. Yeah. yeah. Pretty ambitious. Ooh. 20 minutes is a long time. In the garden of <laughs> All right. Joey, please tell me what your number six record of the year My is. My number six record is the Reviver LP. Oh, I've heard of any of these records. Are they f- are they from Salt Lake or am I crazy? There's no. a band called Reviver that's spelled Reviver. This is the R V I V R. Okay, band. that's the hardcore band. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah this yeah, is yeah. the one that X Ladderman, Shorebirds. Got it. Anytime I confuse bands, I just don't listen to either of them <laughs> through no, like no fault of yeah. except my own weird impulses. I think yeah. you would love this record. This, thought, you'd be down. This is what I get from this record. Piebald meets Alkaline Trio. If you were gutter punks. Oh wow! Okay. Like, did it, you ever like Ladderman? Loved it. Okay, because it's this sounds is, like Ladderman. I never really it's listened to Ladderman. It's dudes from Ladderman. Oh, and okay. it's Joey. You need to listen to Ladderman, and that sounds great, Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy always tells about Ladderman, and They're I just great. That, I was thinking, but honestly, I'm gonna go ahead and say I was listening to the Revival record on the drive out here, okay. and I th- I thought I was like, was that the I think it was Ladderman. It was Joey. I kept trying to be like, you need to listen to this record, and you were like, I'm gonna put it in my car, but still never listen to it. No. Yeah. Okay. No matter where we go. It's such a good record. It sounds a lot like that, but there's a girl with it too. Like oh. she sings on it too. It, they switch off. It's great. I will immediately purchase that record then. Yeah. Cool, uh, Scott. Can I bring you back into the podcast? And what's Kanye West? My, my beautiful, beautiful dark, dark twisted, twisted fantasy. fantasy. Uh, what number was that? Because I didn't finish talking. Number six. Oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> so, it's so uh, weird that it made your list. But that's, I mean, universally. That is, people are number one. It's really old, good. That record. It's really I good. do really like it. It's cool. It's cool, cool right? That's, That's a change of opinion. opinion. Yeah, you did used to hate it. Let's, well, no, let's I, get down. Why are you lying to yeah. us, Craig? Right? I know you, you want, want to be cool. cool. You lie to make friends? But... No. Uh, if I want to fit in with everyone, I can obviously name it my number one record of the year. Hey, Ray, everyone. Ray's number one record, Kanye West. Kanye West. <laughs> Not it. And podcast. I mean, it's. I, I appreciate it for what it is, but honestly, I just Kanye West. For me, I just don't listen to it Who's the racist now? Ooh. George Bush. <laughs> <laughs> number number six, Jeremy. What would what would your record be? Um, I put a, a seven inch. The United Nations. Never mind the bombings. Seven oh, inch. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it had different like newer people playing on it, and you can just hear the progression, and it's just 
chaotic and super pissed. It's that awesome. Yeah. awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. My number six record is the Envy record, Restitution. favorite envy record now i can continually listen to it and not get bored by it good job envy good job <laughs> japanese folk wow how was uh, be mud water things differently yeah. <laughs> how was it uh like touring with them like they were as far as like them like communicating with them and stuff like that was it we went into it under the because we had heard from other people like oh man they don't speak any you know like any english at all and uh like the singer's wife is their translator and we're like oh man this is gonna be kind of because yeah. you know you you especially know from touring like the, some of the biggest relationships you get are from being on tour with people you get mm-hmm. to know them so well yeah. and they become like lifelong friends so we're like oh man this is gonna be weird but then like first day we realized that uh the singer uh one of the guitar players and the drummer speak mm-hmm. pretty good english oh, okay. and um the other guys were like you know would, would sometimes have their the tour manager help out with right. cer- with certain things or whatever but um no yeah, they were they were so just humble and just the nicest people uh yeah we we got along really really well and uh they invited us that if we ever want to go to japan that they even said that they would open which is the biggest you're like you're like, I'm like that I, that can't happen you're like no that's that's, that's just not well, considering happen. the fact that they i mean they're like a major rock band over there like they yeah. they play like thousand thousand plus venues like it's ridiculous now what's funny is they they told us that over there they're considered like a sellout band to a lot of like the punk and hardcore kids like oh. people like people like look down on them because sure. of like i guess the change which is such a bummer yeah because i don't you know like it's still great totally but that's i don't know yeah that's it's it's a letdown but that band rules altogether yeah for sure scott what's your number five record of the year no age everything in between really Affirmative. Wow, <laughs> I, I I I like that. I like that record. It didn't make my list, but I like that record. And this is the first record I liked by that band because I always thought they were just whatever in the past. I never listened to them. I think, I think you like, like it. Yeah. They're cool. Yeah. Sub Pop put it out, right? Yeah. Cool. I like how I, I do your reviews for you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I get yelled at when I talk. No, you don't. <laughs> I like it when you talk. I like it when you talk to Scott. Then I can yell at you. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! Can you can you do can you chew the ice in the microphone again? Or maybe you can pour the ice directly on the microphone. Shake it up, Joey. What's your number five record? Uh, the tallest man on earth, The Wild Hunt. Okay. He also put out an EP this year that is fantastic. Yeah. Don't remember what it's called. It's got a long name. Yeah. Track two on it is so good though. On the EP or the LP? Yeah, the EP. The EP is great. EP I just awesome. I love the LP. The LP came out earlier, so I've had more time with it. I just got the EP like a week or two ago. It was on the list, but I had to cut it down. But hey, shit happens. Yeah, it's a great record. It is. It's his voice is so unique that there's, I don't know, I love it. Yeah, that's that, and I think with that record, it's like you either love it or you hate it because people have been like, yeah, I like what he's doing, but I can't stand his voice. You oh know? wow, I've just heard that from certain people. Like, and I know a lot. I of mean, people, it's it's. It's an acquired taste. There's a re- I can see why people wouldn't like it. Yeah. But his first record, I, I was immediately hooked and have been a fan of it. Tu- and he toured with uh, S. Carey, the uh, the drummer of Bon Iver. I went to that tour. I saw it at the Henry Fonda. Nice, nice. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Jeremy, number five record? Uh, Gaslight Anthem, American Slang. 
cut that out of my top 10 but now i will say that the first out of my top 100 <laughs> i forgot that we've talked about this right yeah, the first the uh first like two or three listens to it yeah didn't really didn't really get into it too much and then then uh it was it was played a lot um while traveling and uh once you learn the songs and learn the choruses i feel like you're like oh, okay now i get it yeah. it's awesome i tried i probably listened to that record at least 20 times and it's never clicked with me I just I I loved the first two records and this one just didn't do anything. Not feel like the the girls of Lower Chelsea that or whatever that that yeah. is one of the best songs of the year. Incredible. It's like yeah. top three favorite songs of the year. I agree. I back so that good. Uh, my number five record of the year is the Arcade Fire, The Suburbs. I never liked. I never really liked Arcade Fire that much. Like I listened to them, but they were cool. But it never was like, all right, this record just. I don't know, just blew me away. And I was like, I, I liked the concept behind it. I liked everything that they did with it. I liked the singer's haircut. <laughs> um, it, it is a great record. It is. And I still well, like Neon Bible more, but I, this record. Neon Bible over Funeral. Yeah. I love I Intervention thinking, is one of the best songs. And I just, I, I just love the fact that this band can obviously be as popular as they are, where it's just like, I can't. What did they do first week? 155,000? Unbelievable. I mean, on Merge. And it's like, dude. Like that's great for an independent record label at this day and age to be able to like claim a number one record and nominated for best record of the year yeah. next to Katy Perry. Right? Give me what? A break. So, <laughs> no, Katy Perry, but right? Right. Uh, uh, you don't like California Girls? <laughs> I mean, I do, but I don't like the song. Oh, All right, uh, number four record of the year, Joey. What do you got? Uh, fake problems, real ghosts caught on tape. So nice. good. That it record is, is so good. That band should be the biggest band in the world, but they're not. I ha- I honestly haven't listened to that new record. It's the, unbelievable. Uh, same producer as the Gaslight Records. Oh, okay. And he just went in and was like, you know how the last record had like a lot of you know like real all over the place, a lot of a lot of instruments, a lot of whatever. He he just went in and was like. Can you guys do that live? Like, uh, no. Like, why do it on your record? Just made him do a straight rock record, and nice. it's so good. It's cool. there's yeah, it's unbelievable. Nice. I love it. Cut the cabaret. Just went straight. Just went straight rock. It's awesome. That's it's cool. so good. I'm I'm definitely interested in listening to it. I just I have. It's been one of those records that's like the band has always perpetually just like fallen just underneath my like like devotion where mm-hmm. I've been like I back the band like what they do is cool. But and then I, I feel like that's where they are with a lot of people. Yeah. And I feel like they need this. They should be huge. This record's that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So maybe our podcast will help. Push maybe them to that maybe it'll level. inspire me to, <laughs> to make that leap at myself. Um, Scott, what's your number four record? War Paint, The Fool. Please describe. I've heard of it. I've been told I would like it. Female fronted shoegaze on Rough Trade. Oh. Shannon Sossman used to be the drummer. Really? Who's that? Shannon Sossman. I don't know. She was in Hot 40 Days and 40 Nights. She Rules of Attraction. Oh. It's all all female band, right? Not just female. There's one guy. There's one guy, drummer. The new the new drummer. <clears throat> oh. Tremendous. Would you like what, debut what, record? What sort of shoegaze would you compare it to? Like Slow Dive, My Buddy Valentine, or is it more like like mm. I don't know, female. Universe? More popular. More popular, okay. 
Uh, my number four record of the year is the Beach House Teen Dream record. Great record. Great record. Came out in January. I just couldn't couldn't stop listening to it. I mean, it's, it's I know it's like top five in most people's lists, but there's a reason for that. It's like perfect for any season too, winter, summer. Just a great record. I actually recently saw them open for Vampire Weekend at the Hollywood Bowl, and it was awesome. They pulled it off live. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. It was, and they were funny. I mean, they didn't talk much, but when they did talk, it was funny. That's good. It, yeah, it was See, great. That's the thing. That's the thing that always bums me out about fans of this genre, where it's just like they take themselves too seriously. <laughs> where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, like show show me your personality. Like show yeah. who you are. You well, know? the guitar player sits down because he does he does a bunch of stuff. So much stuff. Well, he does like yeah, all these like pedals and right. all crazy stuff, and he just made some jokes that his legs aren't. I don't know. It was just funny. But it's yes, cool. It Corn stands up. Corn stands up. <laughs> they have a lot of pedals. Taken had a lot of pedals. That's true. That's true. Taken had a lot of pedals. But I, I think his pedals, they did something else with his Muse keyboard. stands up. Well, I don't think they're pedals exactly. I think they're like another sort of instrument. Oh, okay. Sort of no, I'm just yeah. So, yeah. Probably has a few loops in there. Yeah. Fuck you, Jeremy. Minus the bear stands up. <laughs> Jeremy just named Okay, me. Jeremy. Not everyone's going to stand up, all right? Nice. Jeremy, what would be your number four record of the year? Uh, Bell and Sebastian, Right About Love. Cute. Yeah, hey. It is cute. It's hey. a cute record. Just uh, barely made my list. Or just barely not make my list. I will say it is my least favorite Bell and Sebastian record. Wow. But they're also probably my favorite band. So I could still appreciate what they're doing. Um, yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's super good. Cool. Yeah. I have to uh, jump in and say that I... Uh, made fun of Jeremy for years about liking Bell and Sebastian. Well, it's, uh-huh. e- it's easy to do that. And now I am kind of obsessed with everything that they do. So, thanks, Jeremy. That and uh, Kings of Convenience. You'd be like, their album covers are so lame. And which they are. They are. They I, are wouldn't listen, I wouldn't even listen to them because they look so stupid. But it's, true. it's another great band. They're, so, I, thanks, Jeremy. There's so many... <laughs> I definitely got exposed to Bell and Sebastian like when I was still too cool to really listen to anything soft. So I was like, this is terrible. Like, this isn't even remotely heavy. Not like I was expecting right. them to be heavy. Yeah. But it's like, I think there's there's so many bands that get introduced to us at certain parts in our lives where we're just like, eh. I kind of yeah. put Bell and Sebastian um, as one of my over 30 bands because I think it was them and the Smiths where once I hit 30, it was like, oh, I do like this now. So. You're, you're dating yourself, by the way, Joey. Uh, whatever, I'm 30 years Joey's old. Joey's a 25-year-old. <laughs> I'm 30, but I look 25. <laughs> All right, now we're moving into the very illustrious top three. Ooh, Do you want to make a noise? I know. Three, 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 three. <laughs> That's good. And Scott, because you made that noise, I want to start off with you. Number three. The Envy record. Nice. Three of the lists. I know. I wonder if Joey will follow suit and make it in his top three. I doubt. Only time will tell. And you... You previously kind of like, did you really like this band previously or this? Always record? really liked this band. Cool. Really liked this record. Favorite. Hammered it home for you. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, I thought, thought this might have come in as your number one. Now I'm really excited. Yeah. The There's two records. God, I, want, I know what you're one and two are, but I don't know what the order are. I know, it's true. I'm so excited. <clears throat> oh, we're so excited. Jeremy, what is your number three record of the year? Arcade Fire. The oh, Suburbs. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, you you nailed it uh, pretty much. Uh, it was, that record's super super good. But I will say, I, when I first got, it, I was like, man, what was like sixteen songs? It was Yo, like yeah. ambitious. But the songs don't drag. Like they're pretty short yeah. to where like it just gets to the point and it's just it's super good. And the second to last song mm-hmm. is the best song in the record. It's great. It's like 
you have to work towards it and when you get there you're like fuck yeah, yeah. it's a it's, it's like, like working overtime and then getting your paycheck and seeing that it was all worth it in the end yeah <laughs> that's a great analogy. good joey that's why, that's why i'm a journalist <laughs> you have a way with words so yeah there you go Arcade nice. very cool you're an artist my i am you guys know no, what's your number record? three, Ray? My number three record is the Cloud Kicker record called Beacons. This is something that I just randomly stumbled upon because of Riley, uh, one of our previous guests on the First World Problems podcast. Um, it's Cloud Kicker is ba- it's just one dude. I don't know, Jeremy, if you've ever heard of him at all. I get confused because I feel like we had a mutual friend who was in a band with various bow. Precisely, yeah. Like this, it's not that right. It is. Oh, here okay. the, and I, once I was able to make the connections of like where this kid was from and whatever. But anyway, so background is basically it's one dude. His name is Ben. Okay. Um, he used to live in the Southern California area. Like tried to put a band together, doing these really ambitious. I mean, like these songs are like I mean all instrumental, metalish type stuff, but really atmospheric at times, whatever. Just very talented musically. Um, try to put a band together, couldn't couldn't find appropriate people to play with, like maybe played one show. Uh, but now he lives in the Midwest, does this just obviously as like a hobby, just records it on his own, <coughs> has, I mean, just it has the most insane drum programming I've ever heard in my entire life, and he just puts the records together. And this is the one he actually officially released. He hmm. did all of his previous stuff where he just released for free online so anybody could download it. Um, but yeah, this record is just... It's unbelievable. I can't... Like, coming out of one person's brain, like, how hmm. technical it is, it's just, like, it's unreal. So, I love the record. No, it's... Bo, who was in Final Fight, Correct. did he one time play in Correct. the band? Okay, that's what I figured. Yeah. Yes. They're, okay. They're, they're, that, that's where the SoCal okay. hardcore key gotcha. connection was. Gotcha. Okay. Number three, Joey, what is it? Uh, the Menzingers, Chamberlain Waits. Came huh? This is, this is definitely your most punk list I've ever heard. Yes. It really is. Joey has a mohawk this episode. I do. I have a confession that I think I've told you before. The Menzingers, the Swellers, and the Flatliners are the same band to me. <laughs> I, and and I know they're probably all 100% different, yeah. but they all have very similar t-shirts I would and very similar artwork. The Swellers and the Flatliners would go together pretty well. I mean, the Menzingers aren't that far off. Okay. My de- I, I wrote this down. My description of the Menzingers is the Hold Steady meets Gaslight Anthem. Huh. In like Chicago, like that whole Chicago Asian man sound, cool. it's unbelievable. I've said cool. unbelievable a lot this podcast, but this record—that's your favorite adjective. It is my favorite adjective. This is your yeah. beard is unbelievable. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> maybe maybe we should just play that song, the EMF song. You're unbelievable. Oh, okay. for I'll just I'll just put it in for every review. <clears throat> every time Joey says it, just hit that. He just says. Uh, my favorite record is the uh, number three, Men's and Errors. <laughs> You're unbelievable. Oh. And then you'll go into your This record's really good. <laughs> it's just, it's it's catchy. It's, I don't know. It's, it's everything you like in bands. That it is. That style. It is. And I think you might really like it because I know you also love the Hold Steady. You're yeah. speaking to Jeremy. Yes. <laughs> Sorry to all our Listen, viewers. Listeners can see us. Can <laughs> hear eye contact. <laughs> the, the, the live but video stream it, that we It's have. not as like talky. Okay. But it's like there's talky part. I don't know. You, I think you would like it a lot. I'll scope it, Jeremy. I'll scope it. Check it out. Thank you, Joey. You're welcome, Jeremy. I'm speaking That's to Jeremy. That's cute. All right, now we are to the coveted top two. Two, two, two. <laughs> Number two, Jeremy. Start things off with a bang. Tokyo Police Club, champ. Team, but I never know when you're not. You never wear shoes without your socks. You never tell anything. 
Have you listened to that no, record? No. Okay. We talked about it. Yo, I still have not listened to it. It is so good. Okay. Like I, I downloaded it on a whim. Like I was like, ah, eh, you know, I had iTunes? their first Legal, record. Legally, right? iTunes? Very legally, I have an iTunes Apple, account. Please contact us for sponsoring. <laughs> no, I don't. It leaked.com. Um, we don't talk about it leaked on this podcast. <laughs> I have it on vinyl. I bought the. Vinyl. I know. I know. We just but um, we could. no, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, like I down. I seriously downloaded. It. I was like, eh, you know, like I liked what they've done before. Like, I'm, I'm, it's been cool. This record is so good. Like, it's it's such a favorite between like me and all my friends. Like, it's it's. It's super catchy and uh, it just sounds really good. Like it's just great songs. Did you like I, the other records? I did. I think they're cool, but I just think that the the new one just like that was the thing is I the Saddle Creek record I listened to a few times and was like I just can't get it. It was forgettable. I feel. Yeah, and I just kind of wrote a, wrote the band yeah, off. But totally. I've heard a lot of good things about this. I love the first EP. So there were like three of them or something. Mm-hmm. They were yeah. all awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you not checked out the new one? Mm-mm. It's I didn't like the last awesome. record. It's awesome. All right, Joey, what is your number two record of the year? Band of Horses, Infinite Arms. first two yeah didn't really give this one much of a chance hands down my favorite band of horses record it's catchy it's i like the other records but i feel like this one is the most accessible and i like that about it most accessible i think it's very catchy haven't heard any new band of horses songs in any commercials (laughs) (laughs) I, i feel like this record will get them out of the shadow of the funeral which i still think everyone I mean, that's the song you hear in every goddamn movie. That or the ghost song. Oh, yeah, that song you hear in a lot. Uh, whatever, I love this record. Yeah. Fuck all of you. <laughs> the number two record. It's okay. Don't, you don't even get mad No, fuck it. you, Ray. This I is Scott's last part. podcast. <laughs> wow, you're quitting for Scott? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's cool. Uh, no, I loved it. There's a song in there called Bluebird. The end of the song, probably my favorite part of the year. Did you pick this one up at Starbucks? <laughs> wow, dude. No. Just curious. Pretty brutal, Scott. It was available at Starbucks. I know it was. Scott, yeah, what's your independent pick for number two? <clears throat> the National High Violet. Love this band for years and years and years. Seen them many times. Great record. Top to bottom. This may be on some other people's lists as well. Might because of might be silent for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> cool, good record. Dude. Yeah, I've heard okay things about it. Yeah. Hey, I don't really like two? the name. Yeah, uh, my number two. My number two record is the newest Agalock record called "Marrow of the Spirit." Raise black metal, too black metal. <laughs> this is my most punk rap. This is this my is most Ray's black, black metal year for sure. For um, all the listeners at home, Ray is wearing corpse paint. I know. <laughs> that would be incredible if I did that. We all showed up in theme for our lists. Scott came as a computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. 
Um, yeah, we, I mean, we reviewed it on the last uh, podcast. Did. Jeremy, to let you know, like fill you in on this, dudes from Portland area. Um, I mean, these are. It, it has a similar vibe to like you know what Nakanistium does, where it's mm-hmm. like they're black metal at their roots, but they have you know a lot of elements of like ISIS explosions in the sky, like a lot of atmospheric stuff going on. Hmm. The songs um, are 17 minutes long. They've got long songs. Bring them to uh, Profound Lore. Hmm. Random label from uh, the East Coast. It actually is good. It's yeah. just long. Labels from Canada. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry, my fault. Yeah, Mississauga, Ontario. You're welcome. Do you know the address? No. Okay. P.O. Box. I do. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this record, it for anybody that likes like heavy music in any way, shape, or form, they probably will find some parts of this record that they like. like and I did. Like Joey, where it's like, you know, I wouldn't really... The pop like, punk part? Right. There was a part that was just horrible. <laughs> right. like, it sounded like Paramore. Right. It's not, <laughs> it's not like Joey is the biggest black metal fan, but it's like I, I knew that he would enjoy parts of the record. Scott enjoyed parts of the record, so I think I think you, Jeremy, would enjoy okay. parts of the yeah, record. I'll... And 17-minute-long songs, it's probably going to be about at least 30 seconds that you'll like. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a little exaggeration. But. Uh, Jeremy? Number one? Are, are we, we on number ones? Are we? We're at yeah. number Could one. Did you do two? I did my number two, Tokyo Police Club. Yeah, that's right. Oh. You start things off. Wow. So are we number are. one? Number one. One, 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 one. <laughs> yes. Collectively. Should should Scott go first? Scott should go first. Why I'm should feeling, I go first? Because I have a feeling all three of us have <laughs> Oh, okay. This, this record is our favorite record of the year. Scott, what's your favorite record? The best record of 2010 was Fortet, There's Love in You. Oh. Because I hate this band. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know, but I got a, I got a sneak preview this morning or this afternoon. Ooh, whoa, whoa. I asked I asked Scott if we were in a computer. Oh, okay. It is a member of Fridge. His okay. solo music it is the perfect record, top to bottom, to hmm. listen to while you work. To do anything. It actually that that should be the name work of your out. list. Work out. Listen work. while you work. Listen yeah. while you work. Yeah. You sitting there writing computer code. And hearing that's exactly what it Start is. Start a blog call, listen while you work. That's good. Thank you. Scott just Great registered idea. the domain. You just registered the domain. Listen. I want to start a blog call. GoDaddy.com. Please contact us. I want to start a blog called Your Dad is Bummed. Oh, that's good. And just take pictures of really good looking people. That's good. I like, that. like the like the drunk punks who threw up on themselves at the Action Jackson or Andrew Jackson Jihad show. Yeah. Or, or or that's, p- and then started peeing in line. I think I kicked out of line and then arrested. That kind of reminds me of an Urban Outfitters book. I think we've come up with two two ideas for Urban Outfitters book. Yeah. At these podcasts. Okay. What was the other one? Riley was the other one. Looks like we're about pooping. Anyway, electronic music, Domino <laughs> Records, jazzy almost. Okay. Um, organic, ambient. They, he's put. They've put out a lot of records, right? A lot of remixes, yeah. Like, oh, okay, with that's it. Big people. Yeah, they re- they remixed. It's it's not they. It's he. he sorry, himself has remixed. I know they've done a Yesu track. I think they did. Yeah, they've done some Tegan and Sarah's, or he's done some Tegan and Sarah's. I stuff. think so. Apex Twin. I can't tell you how much you rolled your eyes right there when you said he. <laughs> that was amazing. He's like they. I mean he. That was a tone, except in your eyeballs. Yes, that's pretty good. Hi Scott. Right. So how about all three of us should? Probably... I'm the, do you want to do a count of three? All right. Yes. All right. Should all right, we right. sing? One. You do the count of three because yeah, you're three. not involved. 
One, two, three. The National, National High Violence. Is that the name of it, Ray? High Violence. We didn't plan this out. Yeah, okay. National High Violence. Stand up straight at the foot of your love. I lift my shirt up. Stand up straight at the foot of your love. I lift my shirt up. I was carried to Ohio in a swarm of bees. Best record. Uh, best record I've heard in years. I would I add this say. to my list of perfect records. You guys like yeah, jumping on this bandwagon? Yeah. yeah. No, number two. Guys Maybe we appreciate here. things a little more. Yeah. Mr. Number two. I hate I already went through my, my national, national phase. <laughs> <laughs> He's already moved on. He's like, yeah, this record is just way a quartet now. <laughs> yeah. No, it's that I've, I've been so obsessed with this record. I think anyone who's smart. Know, yeah, should just completely appreciate this record. It's yeah. everything it should be and more. Exactly. The song Lemon World is my favorite song of the year. <sighs> And I saw them and they didn't fucking play it. Really? The, I mean, the show was incredible, but... And especially oh. when they did the Vandalay Crybaby Geeks acoustic Vandalay. acapella. Not acapella. I know. That's why I said you... you acoustic acapella. Shh. Yeah, Drum machine acapella. They did completely with no mics or anything. It, it was awesome. God damn. I, yeah, I want to see them live. So that's fun. Yeah. They're, they're pretty yeah. spectacular. I remember when I saw them back in 98. Scott, yeah. you were like 14 in 98. No, you were 13. 13. 13. Yeah. Um... Yeah, yeah. Scott, this best, was your number one. Lyrics, this was your lyrics. number one record until you realized it was going to be everyone else's number one record, and you changed it. To yeah, no, really. I've listened to it way more. Oh, every, every morning, morning I put it on. Nice. Huh. Well, yeah, I think it's a. Well, you got outvoted the best record of the year is the National High Violet, courtesy of First World Problems podcast. So if you guys want to come on and do an interview, Matt, Matt the vocalist, I think that's his name, right? Maybe he can bring us. his. He can bring his kid. Is it weird that I think I'm attracted to him? No, I. Joey? Yes. Have we talked about this? Totally weird. <laughs> <laughs> you should, we went time. You should have seen Ray at the show. Just, I don't want to say he had a boner. I was crushing on him. But. He's seriously like, the video for Blood Buzz Ohio, he's just like. Still he's, never even watched the video. He's dreamy. Oh, he's, because he just looks like he's just had it, you yeah. know? Like, his just despair is so believable. Yeah. Like, like, you know, not as unshaved as you, but. Joey. Just unkempt. For the just, listeners at just home, looks I have a beard. Like he's had it, and it's so believable and honest, and it's awesome. Yeah. He's I got awesome straight stage presence also. He does. The band, the band just knows they're they're the epitome of a band, like, firing on all cylinders. You know, it's like they're all on the same page. They're collectively moving in the same direction. It's just like it's really cool to watch a band get to that point and be able to, like, see the progression and see where they've come from. And they're all like older, have kids, families, and, yeah. 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 And they're just like now, just like at the peak of what they're doing, which is so cool. Totally. I mean, I, I, because everyone always says where it's just like, you know, who's gonna be like the U two of this generation? Who's gonna be, you know, like taking over for Radiohead and that type of stuff? Because it's like, besides Rihanna and Jay Z and everything. But I mean, you you wanted you want to see like a very big rock band make it in a big way, and I think all of us want to see this band succeed. Even more so. We'll be posting further thoughts as far as the other records of the year that we enjoyed um, on our blog. And this episode is live. So uh, where can they find that blog? Go check that out. 6131records.com backslash FWP. Then the lie, cry, baby, cry. 
So now that we're finished with music, we will be immediately moving on to our favorite movies of the year. And in this, we will be doing our top three movies of 2010. And I'm going to start with Scott with your number three movie. Inception, starring Leonardo DiCaprio. I've heard of it. Little indie film? Little indie film. It made a few dollars. Small budget, you know, passion project. Same movie, number three. Super good. High five. Hey, for the listeners at home, Scott and Jeremy just high five. Yeah, we did. It's like we've done this before. I know it was not rehearsed. No, that was not rehearsed. Definitely not. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, that movie's awesome. Christopher Nolan, yeah, incredible. He's a very smart man. Yeah. Did you not like the movie? I did. Oh, okay. The movie immensely. All right. I love. Will we we'll be hearing about it from you? Maybe. Let's hear what you got. Go. Number three. Number three. Toy Story three. Oh, I should have put that one on my list. <laughs> the movie. I mean, it's the best Toy Story. Yes. Did you cry? Yes. Hell yeah, you did. Dude, honestly, when they were, spoiler alert, when they were plunging into the possible incinerator, and they were all holding hands, that's emotional. Can I just say, that movie was rated G. If I was a six-year-old, dude, that that part's fucking hard. It's terrifying. Like, that movie should not be rated G, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Toy Story 3. I just thought, I mean... The, the the levels of creativity that it takes to put something like that together, it, it's just the fact that they could make the story interesting still. And it's like when you were like, dude, Toy Story 2, like we, that's all we needed, man. Yeah. Like, we didn't need a part three, but they gave us a reason to enjoy it. Whatever. So I yeah. love that movie. Adults and kids alike. <laughs> More adults than kids in my <laughs> But anyways, yeah. good, good movie. Yeah. Joey? My number three. I want to start off my, by saying my list is a little different. I didn't do... These are just movies I enjoyed the most. Not there's probably movies that are better, which is why number three. My do you not movie. know how this works? No, but there's I movies hope like chose a straight to DVD American Pie movie. <laughs> yeah, American Pie <laughs> eight. <laughs> I'll say Inception did not make my the list, Naked but it's probably better a better movie. If you know what I mean. Okay, well, just throw number three. I usually don't qualify what I say. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no. number three, the other guys. Okay. The funniest movie of the year. I haven't oh. seen it, but I hear it's, it's terrible. It was terrible. No, it's fucking amazing. I, I can't. I can't. I mean, I don't know. I, uh, it's not bad. I enjoyed it. It was funny. It something about it. The first time I saw it, I was like, that movie was amazing. And then I recently, I watched it again. And I was like, it just, it's great. Everything about it. It's one of those movies like secretly smart that there's like this underlying theme that people probably don't. I, I, I just don't think anybody's ever analyzed the other guys. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. It's a, it's okay. It's a funny movie, Joey. I back I you. Love I, back I hate Scott, I think. That's okay. You're the most pretentious piece of shit I've ever met. <laughs> Does have anything to do with that? No, you're a pretentious asshole. <laughs> a little bit. No, the Inception. Good call. Thank you. Real original. <laughs> What's your number two movie, loser? I'm not number two. You don't have. A I'm running this shit. You're number two. Social network. Oh, weird. Another popular movie. Moving on. <laughs> so, The Social Network. I've heard of the movie. What's it about? It's about MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> it's about Friendster. Yeah. 
make out. The Club rise and fall of Friendster. Yeah. yeah. Check, Check it out. out. I, I, like I, it. Have a it feel, I have a strong feeling that's probably going to win Best Picture. You think so? I've I been hearing so. it's losing a lot of steam. Yeah, I disagree. I and just, everyone's, everyone's saying the fighter's going to take it. Really? I have a feeling my number one's going to take it. The amount of awards that that the social network has garnished thus far? I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Obviously, we'll never know. I would be stoked for David Fincher. Well, no, we, we, we will know come we'll, February. Well, I know. We'll never know up until that point. Yeah. Ray. Exit through the gift shop. That movie, like... I wanted to see it. <clears throat> I saw it once when I was traveling in Philly because it, op- it was, like, opening weekend there. And I really enjoyed it. And I was... I mean, I'm not, like crazy street art dude i don't obviously what yeah i don't go wheat pasting and you know i i, I enjoy the Ray, culture for what you it about is. 10 years and this is the first time hearing you're not into this i know <laughs> when we would go out at night you hung up your markers yeah i hung, <laughs> hung them up, up. <laughs> i know I, really had liked it. I really yeah it was it difficult for me to get there really wow um do you think it's real or fake uh to me it doesn't matter i i think it's fake i think it's a obviously a banksy prank for whatever that means, um, but I just, I just, I thought it was a very compelling piece of. I mean, at the core of it, it's just a documentary, obviously about you know street art and how it has ri- risen to prominence. Um, but yeah, I just really enjoyed the movie. I mean, I'm, I'm plus I'm a huge documentary filmmaker fan anyway. So yeah. Jeremy, numero dos. I think I'm gonna step on your D, Scott Pilgrim. That's I enjoy that movie. That's a very good movie. Yeah, it was I, great. I, very I, enjoyable. It was tough because basically I had six movies in my. I wanted to be in my top three list. Yeah, <laughs> and Scott Pilgrim, like I loved and I adored it. I I haven't watched it a second time. Uh huh. So I haven't I think, yet either. So I think that's what. If I were to watch it again, like right now, I'd probably be like, "That's my favorite movie of the year." So yeah, it's it, I just it was super enjoyable. It was a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, they know what they're doing. Yeah, it was great. Yes. My number two movie is Toy Story 3. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm glad I pretty much said everything. The only thing I want to add is when it came out, the story, I, like the, the plot line, just seemed really stupid. And I didn't think it was going to, they were going to pull it off. Remember that conversation? They yes, they did. Color Me Surprised. Number one movie. It's time. One, 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 one. Ray, go first. Because of that, you're going last, Scott. That's fine. I'll go first. Okay. Exception. All right. My Good movie. movie of the year. Yeah. I just, upon leaving the theater, it was just like, how, where do you even begin creating something like that? <laughs> With like, a pen and a piece of paper. The years. I know you guys are the most literal when I say things. How do you even begin? With a pen and a piece of paper. <laughs> we just went over this, right? With a single step. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just, I, I, I was blown Pretty away. Pretty much, Christopher Nolan can do no wrong. I don't, At I this don't point, think he's done a bad trying to think of all his movies but i don't think he's made a bad movie. i haven't seen anything before memento so i can't say i don't know what okay, he has like three or four of the movies besides yeah but yeah. if but we're yeah. talking i only like, like popular movies anyways yeah. like the prestige i think that's underrated oh, that movie yeah. Is oh yeah great movie what scott i was just smiling because i liked it too mm-hmm. then why do you have your little fucking asshole laugh? <laughs> instead of saying oh i liked it too you go <laughs> great god damn it Ray, that is a great choice for your number one Yeah, movie. I back it. Thank you. Jeremy. Uh, Joey, why don't you go? <laughs> okay. My number one movie is, no surprise, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I've talked about it on the podcast before, and I love it. Everything about it, I've watched it multiple times, and it's gets better and better every time. 
it should be the biggest movie of the year, and somehow it bombed because people are stupid. Did it really? Was it considered a bomb? Yeah. Really? It wasn't maybe a bomb. It just didn't do as well as they thought. It'll probably be like a DVD. It'll be like, thing. like I, I said before on, on it'll be like episode. It'd be like Kickass, where Kickass pretty much tanked in theaters, but like destroyed on DVD sales yeah. or Blu-ray sales. Kickass is awesome. So, which is all, yes, Kickass was a great movie. But yeah. again, if you have not seen Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Stop being an idiot and go watch it immediately. <laughs> and then you can thank so me later. You can email me at fwppodcast.com and tell me how – or fwppodcast at gmail.com. Good luck, yes. Good luck getting that through. <laughs> <laughs> and you can say thank you there and fuck you, Scott. Nice. Jeremy, go ahead. All right. Um, my vote is for a movie that I haven't seen yet, but I'm that confident go that ahead. it's going to be the best movie of the year that I'm saying True Grit. I've been looking forward to this uh, for a very long time. It's been in production for such a long time, and uh, I'm super happy it's finally coming out. I'll be seeing it next week, and um, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, report back to us. Oh, I mean, well, I think because I think True Grit could potentially make all of our lists. The yeah, Fighter could potentially make all of our lists. That's true, and we didn't um, see those. Tron Legacy could probably make Scott's list. <laughs> not computer, so who knows? <laughs> it's about an alternative world where we're not in it. Iggy's ready for the number one movie of the year. Yes. American Pie, Half Naked Mile. <laughs> <laughs> the number one movie of the year. Kids are all right. No. Okay. Do you have a guess? Uh, Shutter uh, Island. Did that the, come out this year? The King's Speech. Oh. Did you see it? Yeah. How was it? Well, clearly, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It was all right. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrible. Colin Firth plays King George around the time of World War II. His father dies... So he's suddenly thrust into leading the collective conscious of England, and he has a problem stuttering, and this movie is about his relationship with his speech therapist, and... They have an affair, right? No. Two men. Oh. Well, not that that can't happen. We support that. Um, but in this movie, it does not. It, but in this movie, it does I have not. a question, Scott. Please. There's been a lot of controversy about the rating of this movie, because there's one scene that has some profanity in it, and that's pretty much the only scene. That what was it rated? It's rated R. Oh. Are you surprised by that? Yeah, because it should be. I mean, the consensus seems to be it's PG thirteen. Yeah, you know, and there's a PG. Outrage. Hmm. There's a lot of outrage against the, the MP. I don't think kids would understand it, but uh, so there we go. Yeah. Those are our favorite movies of the year. We will now be moving on to television. We will be doing our favorite new show, TV, TV, pew, pew. Pew. and our favorite <laughs> returning show. Jeremy, what is your favorite new show of 2010? I don't have Pass. an answer. I've, I haven't watched TV. I haven't really seen anything new on TV. There's a bunch of shows I'm excited to start watching that everyone Hey, man, has what are you excited about watching? I, I'm excited to watch uh, Boardwalk Empire. I have them all recorded. Don't I'm excited. Get your hopes up. It's, I like this show. Yeah. It's okay. get, get your hopes up. No. I'm excited to watch that. I didn't, even though we've discussed it was a miniseries, I, I didn't watch the, I haven't watched the Pacific yet. Get excited. Don't get that. excited. That was great. Okay. And uh, The Walking Dead, which I've heard so much about. Get excited about the first couple episodes. That show, that show is terrible. Is that right? Nope. I was going to say, that would imagine, that's like well, right look, up your look, alley. I'm going to just guess. Moving on. Ray, what is your favorite new show <laughs> of the year? The Walking Dead. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is it awesome? It's it's great. I mean, people people complain about it losing a lot of steam, but the yep, yeah, it started off awesome. Hey and then... guys, guys, yeah, this is your turn. I know. Calm down. the The show, I mean, the show was originally agreed to just being like six episodes. That was mm -hmm. the first season it was going to be, um, and so a lot of people were like, 
yo, you got to get a lot of shit done yeah, in that pretty period quick. of time. Quickly. They didn't get a lot done. So, you know, the whatever, like fourth and fifth episode, they kind of were like spinning their wheels in a way. Um, but the way they're setting up the show for the future, and as long as they still get the same viewership, because the viewership didn't drop off at all from the first episode. So There's six million viewers for the finale. Which is amazing. Wow. So and as long as it still is able to continue that. Yeah. AMC? AMC, yeah. Here's, here's my thing. Looking at this first season and looking at Breaking Bad's first season, like, night and days for me. Oh, sure. And I love, I mean, I really, I watched every episode. I enjoyed the show, but it just, there was something missing from it. Is there a connection with, Did, like, directors or writers? No. Oh, okay. No, it's just AMC. That's okay. the only connection. Were you very excited after the first episode? Oh, the first episode was unbelievable. But that was also directed by Frank Darabont. And he wrote the second episode, which is why the second episode was awesome. And then, then it didn't go. I, nosedive. No, I mean, it didn't. Like that's what I, nosedive. Like it didn't definitely didn't nosedive. It just no. kind of plateaued. Like it just kind of went down a little and just kind of, I don't know. Which is, I mean, that would have been my favorite show, of new show, but because of the last, the way it kind of, or just the last few episodes, I just can't say it's my favorite new show. I just, have, I just have so much hope for the future. Oh, I think it. It, I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna continue watching it. It's not like True Blood, which became the worst show on television. And the, there, I would like to make note. I also love that show Terriers that got canceled. R.I.P. It was, I didn't think I would like a show like this at all, in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, it's it? basically it's just kind of a, a, a sort of an episodic like private investigator type thing. FX just screwed everything up with that. It just <clears throat> the show was so. Um, it was just fun to watch. Like mm. the the relationships in the in the show were believable. Everything about it was just really really cool and fun and organic. Um, just I mean like in a way like you know like buddy comedies, buddy action comedies, yeah. like you know Lethal Weapon and that type of stuff. Where it was like that was you know the relationships were believable. Like I trusted that, and it's like they got each other's back and whatever. Yeah. But so that's what this kind of was, and they were able to weave like one huge storyline with the episodes that happened. So I just, yeah, that show did really well, but not, no one cared. No, one no cared. well, I think the name was pretty bad. And then the whole advertising mark, like, sure. No, was, well, no one knew what the show was about. Yeah. It was just like, <laughs> when it's huge billboards of a dog, like about to bite you. <laughs> yeah. People okay. thought it was a dog show. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It has nothing. I, I, didn't, I did not watch it, but I've only heard really good things. It's, it's really cool. It's just fun. Yeah. You'd be able to, honestly, you'd be able to watch the entire first season in like, you know, however long, like if you just back to back, you'd be able to knock it out. So anyways, that's mine. Scott. The best new show, without a doubt, of 2010, is Rubicon. R.I.P. Another, another IRP show. Yeah. Yeah. What's IRP? Wait, rest, rest in peace. peace. The show, oh. show didn't get renewed. Sorry. Good talk, Scott. Okay, so Rubicon is about a... Was about. <clears throat> is about. It, it'll come back in one way or another. It's about a New York think tank, intelligence think tank, so these are these genius people sitting around tables trying to figure out um, national security problems through. It's as slow as his description. <laughs> wow. I think you nailed it. It's a, it's a good show. It was good. It was just really slow. Yeah. Joey. Okay. I don't have a best new show because there was, I thought this, pretty much everything was terrible of all the new shows. Um can't just not have a section. What? Yeah. Fine. The Walking Dead. Whatever. Can I? Then I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of I'm gonna change my whole thing a little. There was a show that I didn't watch until this year, that even though it's a returning show, Good. was my first year. Go ahead. Fringe. Okay. Oh yeah, you I watched. 
two, the first two seasons back to back immediately and caught up on the third season and it is fantastic and now it's moved to Fridays and if it gets canceled I'm going to be really bummed that's the uh, have you seen they did a whole commercial about Fridays being the death slot yeah the yeah. death slot and it's actually really good marketing on Fox's part interesting but so hopefully people watch it thanks for sharing oh hey no problem Scott um Ray yes your favorite returning television show of 2010 is sorry it's two tied between Friday Night Lights and Breaking Bad those are both incredible shows Thank you. I wish I would have kept up with Friday Night Lights. I need to catch up on. It's. I mean, it lost a lot of people when it switched high schools, and people were just like, oh, new yeah, characters, I didn't even make et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. Um, but I need, yeah, I need to watch them all. Yeah. I mean, that the show just does. Like TNT, it does drama. <laughs> and Breaking Bad is awesome. Jeremy, go ahead. I'm going to say Bored to Death. Interesting choice. Yeah. Uh, Bored to Death is... Uh, I feel like it had extreme mixed reviews for the first season. A lot of people were like not that into it, and I was surprised that it got a second season. And I feel the second season is almost more enjoyable than well, the first season. That's, that's what, what I've heard, heard is because you were praising the show to me for yeah. forever, yeah. made me watch specific episodes, and I always just thought it was okay. okay. Yeah, but but everything I've heard is that this season, season was awesome. for everyone, everyone who didn't like the first season, would, would like, like this season, season. and me, it makes me want to go watch it for me because scott turned me on to the show for the, the last two episodes of the first <clears throat> season are what got me excited about the second season like, okay it was like i was like you joe i was like dude this is okay the only yeah. reason i like it is because i like all of the, the people. characters yeah. right i'm yeah. like I, I have a crush on ted danson etc etc yeah but hey, you have a lot of crushes, I have a lot of crushes. On dudes is that a problem yeah is there something wrong with that is your wife okay with that yeah she's fine with that <laughs> okay sorry scott's homophobic as well as racist <laughs> not, not true sarcasm again Okay, Joey. Stop. Did you have a favorite returning television oh, show? Oh, I did. Let me hear it. Community. I just start. I'm controversial. Just, controversial. It is the smartest show on television. And again, if you don't watch Community or Scott Pilgrim, you're an idiot. And <laughs> you won't be my friend. Community is the one with Joel McHale from The Soup. Okay. It's on uh, Thursday nights. What it's channel? On NBC around the time. Like, warms you up in The Office. Warms you up. It is. I love The Office. The Office is probably my favorite show. Is it, the, is it like Parks and Rec? It's... It's, I like parks. A quick synopsis is about a study group, community college. Okay. It's like a bunch of different people from all walks of life coming together in this study group. Hmm. And it's it's like the Breakfast Club. <laughs> just every character is perfect. Okay. Like it is the best show on television. Hmm. And it's it's fun. Like it's just the the way it, that like, they they just go into like so much character development with like each each of the people in the study group and it's it's fantastic. It's a pretty risky show for what Thursday night NBC comedy night. I, I have a feeling it's not going to be around for many years, mm -hmm. which is a huge bummer. Yeah. But while it is, please watch it. Cool. Um, it's its second season. <laughs> That's it. We want to thank Jeremy for coming in and helping us out. You can find all your Touche More information at touchemore.com or follow Jeremy on Twitter at JeremyXBoom. Follow Ray at XPurposeX, Scott at Scott Arnold, or me at Joey Cahill. That is it. Until next time, when our guest will be Greg from Dillinger Escape Plan, and we will be reviewing the new Cave-In, new Lemuria, the new Carrier, and the new Decemberist, as well as the movie True Grit. That's all. Bye. This is your chance to soar, but the world outside to talk.